Welcome to the Superpower Success Podcast. It's time to shift your paradigm, gain some inspiration, and get moving towards that next level of success. It's all good. That's what we're going to talk about today. So I hope that the name of the podcast, the title is what brought you in because you're thinking, I really need some goodness, right? I need a reminder that it, it really is all good. And I have the perfect person here to talk to us about this. Ms. Positivity herself, <laughs> Melissa Johnson, who's the co-founder of Entrepreneurs Bank Shares Inc. Mm-hmm. So that's a fancy name. But what she really is, is she's someone who is taking a big step into something that she's passionate about. And I can't wait for you to tell everybody about that, but it's a new adventure. It is. And so for all of us who are dealing with stuff that, you know, stresses and you are in the midst of it. And yet Mm -hmm. you're here to talk about how it's all good. Right. Yeah. Thank you for having me, Jamie. I've listened to your podcast and I know you're a lot of your guests and I've just been so inspired and, and can take a little piece out of what everybody brings. So I'm hopeful to do that today too, to just share a little bit of, of my journey and, and um, some positivity and I'm excited to be here. Perfect. Well, let's start there. I want you to share your journey with everybody and and how you've gotten to this point in your success. Sure. Yeah. So I always like to say something a little bit different when I introduce myself. And um, so I will say uh, I grew up on a farm and I have the stereotypical first child syndrome. I mean, (laughs) any trait that you can think of for the firstborn, like a stereotype, I have it. I mean, responsible, organized, self-disciplined, ambitious, maybe a little bossy. Um, and I've always been mature for my age. My parents had high expectations of me. I have a sister two and a half years younger than me and another sister that's 10 years younger than me. Mm -hmm. And just being on the farm, you know, a working farm with my dad full-time, um, corn and soybeans, hogs, my mom teaching, uh, there was a lot of responsibility on me. Um, and so, and I continue to be surrounded by people, older than me in business. Um, and a, a big piece of my journey, as I've been interviewed for a, a number of different podcasts, I haven't talked about my parents much. Mm-hmm. And as I was thinking about positivity and having a positive mindset, I really reflected on my upbringing mm-hmm. and how much they deeply and unconditionally love me. I mean, mm-hmm. just how much self-esteem and drive that they instilled in me as a, mm-hmm. a child really put me on a path to success. I mean, they, they simultaneously held me accountable Mm -hmm. and made, you know, expect, like I said, expected a lot out of me, but they just, they loved me so well and continue to, I mean, continue to pay attention on what's going on in my life, ask good questions. And, and I, I know that I'm, I'm really blessed um, in that way. Um, The other thing I'm really grateful for is the way my dad treated my mom. And that's, you know, with respect and kindness and just on an equal playing field. And it, it taught me what to look for in a man. And I have that with my husband. I mean, he's just very much supportive and he's cheering me on. I mean, in front of the kids, he's like, Oh, have you talked to mom about this? Um, and so I, I'm, I'm just really thankful for that piece. Um, was big into sports growing up. I got a scholarship to play fast pitch softball in college. And so again, that discipline and focus um, came into play. And then over the last 20 years, I've worked at two different community business focused banks. And um, now I'm taking on my own 
um, destiny and uh, as an entrepreneur and, and working on opening my own bank. Just amazing. <laughs> I just, I mean, like, I don't even understand. I mean, I have my own business. I don't even understand about what, how, what is that entails. So I, good for you. Mm-hmm. And when you describe, you know, your parents and your husband, it's, it's just a great reminder that for any of us, male, female, to step into something that's a little scary, mm-hmm. the stronger the foundation of support around us to catch us if everything doesn't go as planned is what gives us the confidence to do it. True. And oftentimes it's the people behind the scenes mm-hmm. that don't get the glory, right? Or True. Don't, you don't see all of that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just, I think all of us could reflect on what that looks like for us. That's a great point. Right. Mm-hmm. And and having that and, and also being grateful because not everybody has that. Yes. Now I would like you, I think you alluded to some of them. I'd like you to talk about your superpowers because on this podcast, right? Mm -hmm. We want people to own those things where they are unique and they're strong, right? And what they bring to the table. Mm -hmm. What is the superpower that's helped you get to this point? Yeah. I mean, it's absolutely been the power of positivity. I mean, it really helped me develop my leadership skills, confidence, and and it's not that I'm just often never, never land and, and have this like blissful float above the clouds. I mean, I've had some, some really difficult challenges. I mean, my husband and I, we lost our first child. I mean, I was 27 years old and the doctor told me, told us our baby had a condition that was incompatible with life. I mean, I've had some really tough, tough situations, but have always been able to move through, through them and move on and whether it's see the silver lining or find the good in everything, whatever the term may be, um, I've just had that that gene to be mm-hmm. able to um, be positive and to to forge a path. And it's not that um, you know I don't grieve or that I don't have moments of disappointment, but it's that I'm able to work through it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people, when they hear positivity, it's um, bubbly, like the sky is, you know, everything is great all the time. And it, that means you can't feel sad. True. And I think that's not what you're talking about. No. I think it's, you're saying it's, it's finding the good, even in the bad. Mm-hmm. It is. Right? And it's also, I mean, it's come up in business so often because there'll be a really tough situation Mm -hmm. and it's like, Oh, we can't get this approved or we can't help this client or there's no way that, you know, this company's going to turn around and I'll be the one to be creative, right. To say, Mm -hmm. wait a minute, that's a challenge for sure. But how about we look at, look at it this way, or what if we, you know, took this approach or what if we reworked this or that? And then it's kind of like, oh, all of a sudden, you know, people are opening their mind. And, mm-hmm. and I think with being positive comes the creativity and the innovation, right. because it's like, it's to me, it seemed, I look at it as a challenge and as something that, you know, we can overcome, not a roadblock. Right. Mm-hmm. How has that positivity and that mindset helped you through life? And, and and why do you think all leaders, right? Everybody listening should be taking some of this, not that they all need to have the superpower you have, sure. but why do they need to be using this? You know, I think that anytime you have a feeling it's contagious, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, we become the sum of the five people we spend the most time with. Mm-hmm. And I want to be that person that brings 
a positive energy and a positive light and encouragement. Mm -hmm. And I seek that out in other people too. I mean, and as we're hiring now for um, what we hope to be our new bank, we still don't have regulatory approval, but we're forging ahead on it is that positivity. You know, we want to have someone that's has an open mind Mm -hmm. is optimistic because it just, it adds so much value to the team and to the clients that um, it's it's been really uh, important to me and it's how I want to reflect my personal brand. Yeah, and you're such a big connector, right? Just in the community. So you meet all types of leaders. Mm-hmm. Why do you think some struggle with this more than others? Yeah, you know, I thought about that and I, I think that it comes down a lot to if you've seen the Carol Dweck research on a growth mindset versus mm-hmm. a fixed mindset. Yes. I think that people tend to negative people put too much emphasis on their surroundings and and blame the blame things on the situation. And I think positive people give themselves more credit in terms of the change and having a positive attitude Mm -hmm. and that they're in control, right? Like, I think that when we, when I think negative people, what gets them sort of caught up in that mindset is that they feel like they can't control the situation, that it's a fixed situation. They, it's not going to give them any opportunities for change. And, and so they just kind of get stuck in it. And I think that some of that is the genetic makeup and some of it's just, you know, their, the way that they're thinking and their mindset. And if you and just turn those that, around, yeah. right. And some of that does come from environment. I mean, mm-hmm, you true. grew up, right. Like yep. you know, who you're around. And, and the interesting thing with, I mean, you said that you are the average of the five people, you know, I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh my God, how many hundreds of times did my mom tell me growing <laughs> up? Right. But it's true. But now I think the complicating factor there is there's social media, Right. Not necessarily people you see every day. It's people you're paying attention to. True. That is filtering in, right? Mm-hmm. That is noise that's coming into your mind. And I think a lot of leaders, there's a lot of noise mm-hmm. and it's creating a fog, mm-hmm. of, right? Of kind of to yes. be able to see through to, to have that positivity. And, and as you were talking about that, thinking back over the last 18 months and working with businesses and leaders, the ones that really came out of this strong were ones that were during covid were positive, meaning not positive, like everything's great. I'm going to ignore what's happening, but positive in terms of we have more control than we think we do. Right. We can handle that resiliency of like, we don't control it all, but here's what we do control. Mm -hmm. And that's, we're having those conversations again, fortunately or unfortunately with clients right now. And what do you control? Mm -hmm. Right. As everything kind of feels like it's getting a little chaotic again, you have to focus on that because if you focus on things you can't control, that's where the negative mindset comes from. It sure does. Yeah, and I think, you know, in general, we're more attuned to things that harm us, right? And that's sort of uh, a survival, right? Yep. A survival yep. mechanism. So we we get attuned to avoid harm and, and we really need to. So what I have to do is set screen time limits. You know, I have Facebook, I have Instagram, mm-hmm. Um, and I, I put screen time limits on myself because, and I'll, I'll get a, a warning. You have five minutes left in your screen time. Cause I set it for 15 minutes a day and I'm like, what really? I've been on Facebook 10 minutes already today. It felt like two, you know, and right. I think we just, 
totally we get totally it. ingrained in this social media and these yeah. feeds. And so I've, I've set that discipline for myself and I know it really helps. That's a mm-hmm. great tip for everybody listening. Um, when people are in that negative mind space, you know, I think it's hard for them to see it. True. Feel it. Why, mm-hmm. why do you think that is like, why, you know, the negative people, like we're not going to name names, but we've all been <laughs> around them, right? They don't know that they're there. True. Yeah. And that's, that's a really good question. I, I'm not sure how they're, yeah. If it's just like you said, you know, they're around negative people, they're attracting more negative people. That's the way they grew up. Mm-hmm. So they're not seeing Which it. Validating kind right. of the way they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it would be healthy to, to point that out to people when you kind of notice that they're in a bad space to just say, you know, Hey, it looks like, you know, you might be down about something. Is there anything I can do to support you? And just try to, you know, call it out a bit to say, you know, Hey, is there something that, you know, has you feeling, feeling blue? Right. You know, is there, is there something I can do? Do you feel like you are that person? Like in, like, do people come to you because Mm -hmm. they want to, they want a little bit of whatever you're drinking? Like, you know, because it's an energy thing, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do feel that way. And I, I do. It's funny because I also have this like intuition and this may sound a little bit weird, but sometimes I'll randomly call someone and I'll say, Hey, I was just thinking about you today. They're like, really? My dad just died yesterday or something like that. And it's like, wow, you know, that's why I was thinking about you. Oh my gosh. Is there anything I can do? You know, you want me right. to come over? And so I think that um, you know, that's something I've always picked up on and whether it's like live or in person, or it's just this vibe I get from the universe of yeah. like, Enjoy someone needs me right? to reach out to them. And I'm just feeling this like sense of connection I need with this person. Um, but I do enjoy that. I enjoy meeting someone where they're at and just mm-hmm. see, like saying to them, I see that you're, you know, might be in a tough spot. You know, is there anything you want to talk about? And, uh, it feels really good to be able to kind of help lift people up. Right. Mm-hmm. We call it with my kids. I call it sit in the suck. Oh yeah. Right. When something happens, which for teenagers, it's more dramatic, right? It feels True. like their world is coming to an end, which is the way we were, right? It was like, mm-hmm. this is the worst thing ever is I've just learned to just sit in the suck with them. Mm-hmm. And I tell them like, let's mm-hmm. just sit here in this. Like it really sucks that mm-hmm. that happened, mm-hmm. right? That you didn't make the team or that that, right. That person did that to you mm-hmm. because I think we often forget like, especially positive people, we're not there to fix it. We're not there to be the hero for them. It's absolutely allowing them to feel the feelings Mm -hmm. for a period of time. Mm -hmm. Right. And then there's that, okay, now let's look at what could be positive. out of Right. Let's try to move on now that we've, yeah, sort of wallowed in it for a bit. Back to that. It's not that we're telling people not to feel the feelings. Correct. It's important. I mean, you have to go through the tunnel to get to the other side. Right. Because I think there are people who on right. We're, a strength can also become a weakness where the positivity actually masks mm-hmm. feelings. Sure does. Right? Where you push them down because you're just trying to stay positive, mm-hmm. you know, and it can have the opposite effect from mm-hmm. stress and all of that. Sure can. So it's a balance. It totally is. Yes. I remember when my grandma just died a few weeks ago, you know, we were at the funeral and my mom was just a mess and she's like, I can't stop crying. And I'm like, you don't need to stop. Like, this is where you need to just let yourself cry. Let yourself feel you just lost your mom, you know, and, and that, and I think that felt really good to her to just know that, you know, it's okay. Sometimes we just need permission mm -hmm. to feel that's, that's a whole nother topic that you sure is is giving yourself permission for the feeling. Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. Why do we, why does your mom feel that way? Like societal, like why, why do we feel like we can't? You know, I think, I think in general, women have gotten a little bit of a negative um, reaction to emotion of like, you can't be in the boardroom, you're too emotional versus like, that could really be an asset and a strength, like it's empathy, and you know how to feel and, and you can Mm -hmm. sense what people need from you. Um, I think women have been, and I'm stereotyping here a little bit, but I think Um, I think it happens more for women, but I'm sure it happens for men too, where they would like to say something, but they're, they tell themselves, you know, I can't express that emotion. I'm going to have to stay somewhat stoic, especially in a business setting. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And I mean, you're in a traditional industry, right? Mm -hmm. Very male dominated. Not, I mean, that's its tradition. Correct. But, and, but yet the emotion and what you're trying to build and the connection you're trying to make people. With people is a vulnerability and that's mm-hmm. the piece I do think has been a silver lining to everything that has happened is I do think people are opening up yes and realizing that it's okay mm-hmm. right to feel that it's way okay to, to, share. to show that to share their stories more not just females um and to have conversations like this mm-hmm. right which is mm-hmm. beautiful right at that place I mean let's celebrate it, right. That's that good. is a blessing. That's a, that's a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. So if someone's listening and they want to get better at, right. They want to take a positivity pill, right. They want, mm-hmm. they want to get better at this. Is What's, what's a simple way to start. I think starting and ending your day screen-free mm-hmm. is huge. I mean, if there's one thing <laughs> you too, Jamie, we talked about this the other day. And my husband thinks I'm insane. Well, like my alarm goes off and I grab my phone and start answering emails. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. <laughs> it's a sickness. I will mm-hmm. admit. Mm-hmm. Oh. And start, I would say start small. I mean, I'm up to an hour now where yeah. first hour of every day and the last hour of every day, I do not have a screen. And my husband, I know sometimes he actually, he's the other way. He'll get a little frustrated because we're doing, you know, getting ready for bed and so forth. And he's like talking about something going on. And I said, I think that's, you know, Thursday. Well, you want to check? I'm like, no, my phone is downstairs for the night. I'll check in the morning. (laughs) And it's like, it's not going to change anything. If you know, right at this moment, like you're not going to, you know, call your, that just gave me hives. Your yes. phone's downstairs. Yeah, no, I don't sleep with my phone next to me. And and I don't have it on silent either because that freaks him out because he's okay. like, well, what if someone needs you? Right. So it is on, the volume's on, but it's charging and it's at the bottom of the stairs. So, um, and I, I am a light sleeper. So if it yeah, rings, I can hear it. Yeah, wow. but I, I put it away at nine o'clock and then I don't get on it. So it actually motivates me to wake up earlier because right. if I have a meeting and I want to do some emails or do something in the morning before yeah. I go to the meeting, I'm like, okay, I have to leave at seven 30. That means I have to get up by, you know, six 15 mm-hmm. so that I can check my phone at seven 15 before I leave for the meeting. But I started at like 10 minutes. So I started okay. being screen free 10 minutes and then worked up And that hour. I set so much intention for the day and can just be so productive and the things that you do, the, the things that I used to do on my phone right away, first thing in the day, weren't meaningful. It was no. like responding or scrolling or, or deleting. deleting. Yeah. 
And at the end of the day, you know, I can do those other times or not at all. Like they weren't intentional activities. And so it totally is. Yeah. So that's what I would say. And I would say that that will lead to a more positive outlook on the day because you're setting your intention. You're setting your intention about your day. This day is a day that I want to be proud of. I want to make my mark. I want to do something important to me, important to others, however you word it, whatever your intention is. But by taking that time and starting with 10 minutes, 15, um, I don't know if I'll ever go for more than an hour. I mean, it's been probably seven months that I've been in about an hour um, before, right when I wake up and before I go to bed without my screen. And that's huge for positivity. I mean, we could talk about, you know, exercise and eating, right. All that stuff matters too. Right. But I think the, the piece is about setting your intention. And, and I also think about, you know, what I'm grateful for. That's mm-hmm. a huge piece for me. You know, it's hard to be in a negative headspace when you have a sense of gratitude. Right. And so, um, so on our whiteboard, actually the whole family, every day we put something on the board that we're thankful for. And we challenge ourselves because it's not something like, like big, it's something for the last 24 hours. So every day it's like the last 24 hours, what are you thankful for? So it's very specific. And so it makes us all kind of think, you know, like I'm thankful, you know, my cousin came to visit or I'm thankful I got to see you know, my friend yesterday. So it's like that 24 hour gratitude to be this monumental stuff. It's it's simple stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that, that really puts life in perspective too. That's a great idea as well. Oh man. I didn't know I was going to have homework out of this. (laughs) All right. So how can people connect with you, get more information about your your bank and kind of the the adventure that you're embarking on or how you could help them, those kind of things. What's the best way? The best way is actually through LinkedIn. And my LinkedIn is really easy. Melissa-Johnston-Banker is my LinkedIn profile. Super easy to find me. I have email too, um, but I my email address is really long, and I I think LinkedIn is is the best way to to start. And I'm pretty active on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. so um, so yeah, I would love to connect with the audience and talk about business or any other ways we can support each other. I love that. Thank you for filling my bucket. Today. Yes, thank you for having me. I didn't know I'm... I needed a dose of positivity, but you certainly provided it. I appreciate thank that. Thank you. My pleasure. Thanks, Jamie. And thanks to the listeners for, you know, continuing to engage. These podcasts were built as a labor of love um, to just help shift your mindset. And for those of you who are in a state right now of negativity, hopefully you recognize it. That's the first step. And the second step is taking a step towards positivity. It doesn't mean you have to be as good at it as Melissa is, but we all need this right now. And, And when she talked about energy is, We have a choice every day, first off, to choose again, because each day is new. And we have a choice on what impact and ripple effect we're going to have on the people that we come into contact with. And I truly, truly believe it's the way we change the world is change how we show up in the world. So I appreciated this conversation and there will be many more like this to come. Thanks everyone. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this episode, please click that little subscribe button so you get the latest episodes when we release them. And we would so appreciate a rating and a review. We'd love to hear from you on how these podcast topics are having an impact for you. And if you haven't subscribed to our newsletter, make sure and go to our website, keystonegroupintl.com to sign up.